Spider-Verse! Welcome to episode 11 of the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. We are an Italian-themed podcast with a Goomba twist. And, uh, or an Italian Spider-Man. Ah, I, I screw up every time. We are proud members of the Let's Go Podcast Network, Pop Culture Without the Pop, and the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. I am your one, one of your co-hosts of this show. I'm the consigliere of the Coalition. Uh, today... Joining me will be the young feisty captain himself, Nico Caruso. Daddy Bats, or Papa Webbs, as we like to call him, is uh, he's out on business. He's out on business. He's out on business. And all I could say is, if I'm Nick Zednick, I'm having somebody else start my car tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's he's all coming out from. We'll see what happens. But Pete, I'm excited to be back, brother. Excited That's all I'm going to say about that. But I'm happy to. Uh, I'm happy to have you back. I'm happy to talk about it. It's been a while. It has. And, uh, we're talking about one of our favorite things, Spider-Man, obviously. Of course, obviously. And, uh, you know, there's no new movie out just yet. So we got a bunch of old movies, we got a bunch of comic books and TV shows to hold us over in the meantime. And uh, we're going to dive into some uh, some oldies but goodies and uh, some new comics so and some Amen. news. So there's a lot going on, even though, uh, you know, actually, we, we do have, I guess you could say there's a Spider-Man movie, right? Morbius was just out there. It technically was. Madam Web uh, is on the way. Right? Craven's on the way with Aaron oh, Taylor right. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to be talking Craven in a little bit, actually. We're going to talk some Fox yeah. Spidey. And uh, we'll talk about two episodes, uh, one starring Scorpion and the other starring Craven the Hunter. Uh, Sting of the Scorpion, we'll talk about first. This is always how I kind of pictured gargan and scorpion like yeah. i'm pumped for like the mcu take but like he was always it, it, him kind of already being a convict is like i was like okay he's, he's got a little bit more edge to him mm-hmm. but like I, he's like jameson don't make fun of me you know, it's like, so <laughs> funny i dig this version of gargan a lot um i love how again jameson is front and center with mad scientist finding ways <laughs> Spider-Man. I was like, how's this guy run a newspaper? You know? I've never seen... Is there another reporter in this world who has all these connections to scientists and top lives? Because it's hilarious. Like, you're right. How does he balance the bugle when he's out there doing... He's cutting deals and cutting checks uh, to these people. But I do I do agree and I do like that you brought up this take of of Gargan because, yeah, the MCU one was almost like really scary. Yeah. At times, especially at the end of the movie there. Um, but this also does a really nice job of honoring, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 20, where this story happens as well. And uh, just mm-hmm. the way Gargan is portrayed in here is like he is in the comics, which is really cool. So it does have a lot of that Lee Ditko feel to it. Yeah. You know, this is like where I miss your dad because I want him to be over and be like, all right, you're the veteran here. Yeah. <laughs> How does this stack up with the this is essentially what we're talking about the origin of two villains here. Um, so like, we, I, you know traditionally speaking like i don't own uh gargan or, or scorpion's first appearance so i don't really know how accurate this portrayal may be i feel like the i, I mean and i wonder about that for craven too later on but like i dig this whole very scientific like i i like that aspect of peter parker and spider-man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i like how this episode really brings it up it's very there's a lot of science thrown at you as as a young kid in this episode and like 
you're i guess you're kind of like james is like oh so this is the neurogenic or combinant whatever whatever yeah. that's called you know like i was like this sounds very smart right now <laughs> very the, and that's the thing about the the show that's entertaining at times because while it you know it's a cartoon by design there's some highbrow stuff going on here and but at the same time they just throw it at you and you're just supposed to roll with it yeah as if like yeah jay jonah jameson knows exactly what this is and how it's gonna work and uh and they just have the scorpion suit ready they just conveniently have that suit ready in the lab yeah. like that's what they went with was a scorpion costume that well, it's so on the nose he's like and i picked the scorpion because like, <laughs> yeah. this is so educational right now um there's so many great like spider moments throughout this episode uh one of them is probably the confrontation early on uh, with Jameson and Gargan, where mm-hmm. he uh, he webbed Gargan to the <laughs> to, 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 to the uh, to the bookcase, and uh, it's great because it also creates like it's like oh okay here we go we go with young JJ with a solid young brown flat top, but uh, it's like he's living in the past and now he's you know oh, no masks will not terrorize <laughs> this city, you know, and I was like oh okay so this is it we get a little JJ backstory too. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed that stuff because uh, it, it was a very JJ uh, Spider-Man centered episode um, from start to finish. You know, obviously JJ hires a uh, Gargan <laughs> and then Gargan eventually becomes Scorpion. And I, I think action wise too, it's pretty solid. Um, yeah. You know, you get the, you get the claw with the web that we see in the introduction. So that like in the intro of the show, that's always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a good look at Scorpion in general. Um, I don't remember Scorpion as I rewatched this being so green. Yeah. Very green. Yes. I like, I, I, and we're talking about his face. Not yes. His suit. Yeah. No, his face too. I don't, what's funny is I don't, I remember Scorpion a lot from the show because he, he, he pops up frequently. They all pop up all the time. Yeah. Once so, they're introduced, they're, they always pop up. Yeah. And I remember like at the time when I was reading comic books, when I first started reading, which was around when I was watching the show is like, there wasn't a whole lot of Scorpion in the comics. This is all, but, but yeah, he's very bright. It's very bright. And I don't think I remember (laughs) it later on in the, in the series. I think he kind of turns more, let's say like, I don't know, flesh tone. Yes. Less green. Especially when they do the remember when they do the Sinister Six, but they can't call it that. So it was the Insidious Six. Yes, I think is what it's called. And he's in there, right? He's he's. I believe so. But even when yeah. he pops up, he's less green. Yeah. He's, he's, yes, he was very green at one point, and uh, I I remember watching this like, oh, this is I don't remember this, but um, I just I I this is like my gr- favorite look of Scorpion. I love the oh, it's great the green suit. I love that he's a, he's a bit bigger build, kind of Captain American style, right? Like his mm-hmm. his radiation made him a little bit buffer. Um, I dig it, and I, I love the tail action. Scorpion is definitely probably one of the mil- more underrated villains. I think I, very I think underrated. I think he deserves a movie. You know, at this point in time, you know, it's, I'm happy we got Mysterio and stuff as well. But I think Scorpion's next on the list. Spider Man is such a rich rogues gallery. You know, like. Him, Batman, and the Flash, it's tough to top, to be brutally honest. 100%. And you know what? I love that you brought up, I think he's due for the movie. Because not even, not only was he teased at the end of Homecoming, um, with the way they've brought Jameson back into the MCU as such a force, like even though he's not in No Way Home that much, he's still a pretty Mm. big presence. uh, This makes sense that the next step would be to hire Scorpion to take down Spider-Man. And you can do it where he 
meets the scientist and they pull a convict out to do it because they got nothing to lose. And the scientist's name is Norman Osborne. Is Norman Osborne maybe? Oh, yeah, or maybe to me, baby. Or maybe they do like Smythe and the Spider Slayers oh, combine with it. Yes, yes. And uh, and then you could do it where Peter's actually in college now and he is actually working at the Bugle. Oh, so I'd it's this it. dichotomy it. of sure. like, oh, I'm working there, but now my boss is hiring. My boss is hiring someone to take me down and it could be like a fun, like uh, not a mystery, but a fun duality of like, he's sweating at work because Jameson's yelling at him. And then he has to hurry up and change into Spidey so that Jameson can yell at him as Spidey. And it could be, it could be cool. It could be cool. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just down to see Scorpion in a film, man. I think it's, yeah. You know, as I, I'm doing wrong, I can't, I'm not complaining about anything that we've gotten because I'm happy we have all these different villains and, but I, you know, what, you know, I, I think he's the one guy, you know, for crying out loud, we got shocker. <laughs> yeah. We got a, we got an interesting shocker. version of shocker, man. Um, but one thing I do like about all the Jameson stuff too, is it's another one of those where not only is it re- really nice development for him with the backstory, he, uh, he realizes that Scorpion is now a danger and tries to help Spidey at the end. And you and get the fun. Qu- it, you know? He still hates it, but then you get the fun the fun quips from Spidey in there, like you mean Jameson's on my side for what? Like it's yeah, so, no. oh, it's classic. And Ed Asner is an, an amazing voice actor. His Jameson, of course. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I, I love everything about this, and it's, uh, yeah, I love Jameson cheering from the helicopter as they're fighting. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it doesn't that kind of scream like early, like that just feels like a Lee Ditko thing. Oh, it does. Like, <laughs> like I can't see uh, J.K. Simmons in a helicopter cheering, but this version of Spider-Man, yes, like I, I could see it happen. It, uh, which, and I dig it. And uh, it's, it's such a joy to watch because, it's funny because you know all like the crazy. We, I probably talked about this before, but all the crazy like Spider-Man can't rules where Spider-Man can't throw punches. Watching the show, like it's never an issue for me. No, it. it it's you crazy. almost don't even think about it. Yeah, yeah like you almost do don't even about it. about it. No, it's pretty impressive how they can shoot action without throwing fists. I really dig that. I was really impressed by that, and uh, it's this is a pretty action heavy episode. There's a lot of those 3d city landmarks. I like that. It's always always a favorite of mine. Um, But you mentioned it earlier. I like Jameson's turn here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, ah, I did this again. I created, tried to do something to destroy Spider-Man. And now I have to face the fact that it's probably worse than what Spider-Man is. You know, it's like, and, and you know what's interesting about that is there's a little bit of a pattern at the beginning of the show here of Jameson being involved a lot, and then they start to move away from it a little bit, if my memory serves me correct, as as the season continues, because we got them early on with the uh, with the Spider Slayer stuff, and they use them again in this, so... Uh, it's it's but I like that. I, I I do like the turn of him realizing that he keeps doing this and it keeps going wrong. And um, yeah, it's just like how much longer is it going to take uh, JJ here? Yeah, right. He's, he's not taking him down, JJ. You, yeah. You're just making things worse. Yeah, yeah. Continually, <laughs> annually, uh, on uh, multiple levels here. Um, I don't think you know. Actually, I don't think JJ factors in a lot to the next episode either. Although Robbie does. Robbie's in a lot. Robbie, yeah. One of my favorite elements, actually, of the show in general is is just Robbie and how he's always in, you know, involved. You know, 
that's something I thought the web movies missed was Robbie. Yeah, he and, and ring, he was he wasn't in it a lot, but Robbie's presence was there. It was very very much there, and you're right. I do like his inclusion not only in in the show but in the next one a lot because he's that different. He's uh, he's the polar opposite of Jameson, right? He does believe in Spider Man. He does believe in the mm-hmm. good he's doing. So it's cool to see, um, like you said, his presence felt and his involvement is really key. It, it's there's such an important supporting cast for Peter Parker and Spider Man that I just think should always be there in everything. Mm-hmm. And I know some people, you know, want to see things that are different, that are fresh, but I think, you know, Holland now being at an age where he's in college, uh, you could start bringing in a lot of these characters and it really works and makes sense. And it just makes the, he's finally going to get a movie. Hopefully that doesn't have to deal with so many different things going on. You, you know, far from home was the fallout to end game homecoming was his introduction but you had tony in there and then of course no way home was this multiversal affair so i think it's time to really let his new york develop a little bit because i love that yeah that's something that we've seen some of these heroes like like in the hawkeye series and a little bit in doctor strange we've really seen new york explored in some ways i think it's time to explore you know the daily bugle and just not things on global yes, you. levels you know yeah uh, yeah that's why that's why criminal criminals like scorpion are important scorpion's not out to take over the world scorpion's just trying to make a quick buck right like absolutely you know, he's just trying to rob a bank and hide out for a little bit until the next time he needs to rob a bank um you know street level crime stuff like that like that that's the stuff that makes spider-man really magical because it's it's kind of it's more relatable than you know Galactus as much exactly. as I love Galactus, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, it's- and especially where Noah Home ends off, I do think he needs to be reestablished not only in the films but also to the people of New York, right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like he needs to be brought back in the fold here, and uh, the audience too watching needs to be brought back down to earth a little bit with a Spider-Man. He needs story. to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what he. Yes. Needs. Oh yeah, that's my favorite Spider-Man, and that's like, and that's what the show at. That's what the animated show really nails. Like, as much as like other characters will pop up, you know, like you'll see Iron Man does pop up in the show. Yeah, you know, Captain America does. They all, I think, mm-hmm. you know, they all pop up, but it's still at its center. It's 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 heavy. It's all Spider Man. You're <laughs> apologetic. Yeah, it's just that it, it's it's this is the show that made me love Spider Man. Like, this Amen. Show made me likewise. Love. Yeah, it just the way it just introduced and it, it introduces everything so well. Like Jameson is just the perfect amount of grumpy old man, and Peter's you know Peter's perfect as Peter. Oh, we didn't even you know what we didn't mention was <clears throat> Felicia Hardy. Yeah, he's 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 uh, he doesn't get dinner, but he maybe gets lunch. So yeah, he'll take like, it right. <laughs> it, it's funny, like you know she she becomes she's in the beginning of the episode, but she she kind of bookends it. Yeah, but it's interesting because like you know Peter's like ah, just the Parker luck, you know that's that's a, that's something that you know sometimes the movies do, don't always nail was was Parker luck like Peter Parker's like oh this you know uh, I, this hot chick will hang out with me right <laughs> but she she'll see me all the time she digs me she thinks I'm funny but she won't date me you know it's like we've all been there you know <laughs> and I'll tell you what though in in one thing that the show does really well which is funny as as nerdy as Peter is man. He's got options, <laughs> especially in the next episode. He's got the duo. Like, now he's like, yeah. now he's thinking MJ and Felicia, you know. So, uh, yeah, but once again, his good. luck, his luck, it never works because, uh, you know, he's got too much going on. But, you know, you know, the other thing I just love about Scorpion, and this is 
when he sprays the acid in this episode mm-hmm. it's just it's so it's so classic it's so cool and just how yeah. it sounds a lot of this stuff is very vintage it's, yeah you know it's it's got that it's got that great 90s feel to it but it's it just it's also wholesome at, at its best you know like i th- i this is like i envision uh, this is like my aunt may like the ideal version of aunt may is probably oh of course you know living in the house in queens i just you know, oh Peter. <laughs> yeah, Peter. Peter. You know, just a little blonde on me. I, you know, I dig it. But you know, I, I this episode was just so much fun for me. I, I'm sitting here and just Scorpion is like I mentioned already, he's so underrated. So like when I get to see him, it's such a treat. Like I, I don't know, like Craven's cool, don't get me wrong, but like he just see he's a jungle hunter and he's he's so unspider he just doesn't really seem like a Spider-Man villain to me. Thing, I know he's like your favorite villain, he's one of your favorite storylines. You know? He's one what's funny is he's one of my favorite stories ever, but you're right, he's not one of my favorite villains. He's he's cool. My dad really likes Craven. He really likes Craven. It's not that I dislike Craven, but you're right, he's the he just only feels so out of place. He feels out of place and he's a He's a tough character, I think, to do stuff with because he looks so distracting, you know, because he's just this guy in New York that's wearing a that's wearing like a lion vest. He's the liver he's king. Walking he's around, the liver he's the king. liver king. He's liver and, king. And uh, so while he while they did write a, a brilliant story in Craven's Last Hunt that actually works for his character. You can do a lot more with Scorpion that I think is interesting because of the Gargan piece inside of the Mm -hmm. costume. And uh, for Craven, yeah, he's just this, he's just this animalistic hunter, you know, and, and it's hard to always do that in New York city. (laughs) It's, it's very weird to do in New York. Um, But like I'm, I was curious to how close this origin was to the print origin back like Gargan as well. Cause for some reason, I feel like they did, they took a lot of liberties here and I was curious. I want that. I, I, I it's one question I have for your dad. So I have to tweet him about it later. So I, so I actually recently read um, amazing Spider-Man 20 for the first time in a long time. And, and it's that's his origin. It's, it's, pretty damn close really that's, that's why okay, i said so i dig it liberties? yeah okay. no no wow, it was okay, so that's the jameson gets mad jameson hires him uh oh, it's a ran oh oh wait craven's about- origin yeah I'm talking about Scorpion. You're, you're still on Scorpion. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Craven's origin. I have no idea. I okay. have to go back but and no, read that. Scorpion's was spot on. on. Like I was. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Cool. Spot on. Yeah. Yeah. So spot on. And that's you said that's Amazing Twenty. Yeah. I uh, I read that because I revisited that. So it's been a while since I did the original Lee Dicko stuff. I did a big reread in college, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were talking about, I was on uh, the comic binge with Paul Herman and um, he asked, you know, what would you do in your Spider-Man four? But we had to use a comic to reference. And I said, amazing Spider-Man 20 mixed in with a few issues later where he starts college and runs into Harry and Gwen for the first time. I'm like, let's put those together. um, And let's have Jay Jonah hire Gargan and let Scorpion okay. wreak some yeah. havoc in New York City. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. No, I love it. I love this episode. Um you know, I kind of, I liked it more than actually Craven. So Yeah, dude, okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay. I like the, <laughs> the Craven one at points was a little 
It's a little a weird. little rough. So I was looking. I, yeah, that's what I was like. They definitely took liberties here, right? I think I think in the Craven one they had to. So let's just jump to. into that then. Like, yeah. Okay, so Craven's episode. Uh, I, in my, I'm watching it on iTunes. So for me, I think it's, I think it's, I don't know if it's a production order or the air order, but it's, for, it's listed as episode seven. So it's called, it's called Craven the Hunter. Um, so Craven <laughs> apparently just comes out of nowhere. His like ex girlfriend <laughs> is working in New York. Craven's now followed her to the city. Spider Man intervenes, obviously, because that's what our friendly wall caller does. Of course. And uh, Robbie gets involved because Spider Man does the bonehead move of uh leaving craven's girl in uh, robbie's apartment <laughs> yeah that was that was yeah that, that, that was some wild it was funny. there's some there's some um, tomfoolery at the beginning but here that was it was interesting because then they get into craig craven's origin and he's basically he's with this girl she's she's trying to find a doctor friend of her own and uh she gets lost in the jungle she gets she meets up with him he gives her the serum Right. And then there's and Tarzan, yeah. or a guy who looks like Tarzan well, that, that's with the, the lines. Guy. That's her doctor, yeah. yeah. That's her partner. And yeah. uh, eventually, you know, she goes off and running after him, and she gets attacked by, like, I don't know, wolves. And then Craven saves her, but he's dying. So then she gives him the serums, and now he becomes Craven. So I'm like, is this how Lee did it? Like, this doesn't seem like. I, I have to I'm look. I'm curious. Um, I'm so curious. I don't know when Craven's first appearance was. I'm going to look at the omnibus here in a sec because I have it. But what's funny is. Um, you know what was so cheesy that like I, I felt bad because it's not that I didn't like it, but when she's doing her little, when she's doing the when she's saying what happened to him and they're showing us the flashback and they're like and then he he started changing and it just shows him like running with the animals. Yeah, I was like, come on, come on, man! It's like it's, it's, it was weird. I was saying like it just felt it just feels out of place. Yeah, it feels so weird. It feels really um, out of place. While you keep talking, I'm gonna look. Do you remember what issue he comes in? I, I have uh, no idea. I'm no looking idea. on the back here, but uh, keep going. It's definitely some of the best. Just again, like the, the fight scenes are cool between Craven and Spider-Man. Like they're actually really good. Um, it's some of the it's some of the better stuff because it's entertaining. It's entertaining because Craven is so agile. You know, he's able to he's able to go toe to toe. He's able to just keep up with Spider-Man. Spider-Man, his agility is able. You know. I guess flows like Rhino or something, something like that. Yeah. And, you know, his agility is a big part, but Craven's able to match him because apparently he took this like werewolf serum. He took, he took the serum. And uh, uh, it's, it's yeah. hysterical. It's hysterical. But it's so funny. And uh, I, lo- I love it. <laughs> they don't lean too heavily into the Russian stuff, really, outside of his name. You know, she calls him Sergei a few times. He obviously has the, he obviously has the accent. But I, I would have thought they would have leaned more into the Russian stuff for some reason. You know, you're right. So in his origin, um, I'm pretty sure this is the origin. Um, there's a lot of. Uh, so, yes, I've not read this in a long time, but there's um, him and the what chameleon. Is it? uh, it's amazing. 15. Well, they're half brothers, I believe. Yeah. Him and the chameleon. It's a big issue with him and the chameleon. And they have like pictures of Spider-Man. And I actually think he's just hunting him. And there's not much of a backstory for him. Maybe it's all done in exposition, but he's fighting them in like the forest here. Um, is, there any, a lot of, is there any girlfriend? Is there any serum involved in any of this? No, no. He's just, uh, it's just him and Chameleon and they're talking about. That's interesting. So they made up um, their origin. It felt like this felt like they made up an origin for cartoon. I, I think so. Because in here, Pete's trying to deal with Betty Brant. Um, I would have much rather have seen that personally. I love Betty Brant. Yeah, and uh, they, yeah, it's more of like Chameleon challenging Craven. Um, 
like to be brutally honest, to take I just found down. out recently they were half brothers. I was like, wait a second, they are like I, this is a fact I never knew. Oh yeah, so I always forget that it's it's actually my dad who remembers because my dad actually loves the chameleon too. Um, well, yeah, he was remember he was so excited for chameleon conspiracy. Yeah, yes, exactly, and then you know it didn't necessarily deliver yeah. the way we all wanted it to, yeah. but. So yeah, no, so no serum, no Tarzan, okay, no doctor. So, yeah, so it definitely felt like they created this. I was like, this just feels bonkers. I'm watching it right now. And I'm watching him. He, he's uh, he's running with the lions. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's just it's just cheesy. Um, um, but I like the part where he where he runs through the hotel smelling for Spider Man, and they yeah, have that was interaction, fun. You know, where he, and the people didn't believe it. They thought it was part of the act. But I was like, this that not, was... that's actually it, it worked out really genius. When so, they're clapping as he climbs up, yeah, yeah. You know, and her Felicia and Mary Jane are like, Peter's leaving again. What is he doing? Right, it's Parker like, Luck. Uh, she. Uh, he's like, oh, Oh, it was great. It was because he's like at one point, you know, obviously he gets this invite from Mary Jane to go to this fashion show. And then Felicia pops up out of nowhere. Oh, Parker, how are you? Oh, I, I used to hang out with a girl like Felicia in the city, dude. I've totally. Oh, been really? There. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've totally uh, been there. Yeah. The, the rich girl you can't keep up with. I've totally been. There. <laughs> that's hysterical. Oh, that's that's classic. So like, it's like every time these I was like, yep, been there. I remember that. OK, it's. It's so funny. She's like, okay, and then you could take me to the moment later. And he's like, oh, yeah, damn, I'm supposed to hang out with MJ. <laughs> and it's like, I was like, oh, man, like, sucks to be Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And- right, man, all <laughs> these options, right? I'm telling you, he's got options. One thing I do really like um, is that they continuously show Aunt May trying to guide him towards MJ, too, when she's like, when she, like, rushes him out of the house when he's got a suit on. He's like, okay, have fun. Goodbye now, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great. And then he has, he does have some really good quips in this episode though. I won't lie to you. Like he always does on the show, but when he lands, when, uh, when he sees Craven the first time and goes, don't tell me you're a Leo. Because he's got the lion <laughs> stuff. Like, that's funny. Yeah. I no, was like a that great job with his quips in, in the, in the series. Like it, they're it's always cl- spot on. It's clever writing, but you want to know something interesting about this, which whenever we get to spectacular, um, kind of the final, which is going to take some time. But when we do that, to tease everyone, when that happens, uh, the the ending of this episode, um, not necessarily the Jameson stuff, but the whole where they're fighting is Ooh. very, very similar to an early episode of Spectacular when he fights the lizard. Okay, there's 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 a very similar setting and series of events around like that final battle, which was funny because I recently watched those uh, Spectacular episodes. A couple months ago, I did a someone. I was on. I was on a show talking about it. Um, the I'm, oh man, I'm gonna butcher the name. It was like I'm Marvel so sorry, Alliance. Fans. Wasn't it? Marvel Alliance. Oh, yeah, yeah Marvel. you remember it, not me. I just know it because it's uh, Travis. Well, because well, yeah, because uh, yeah. you said that I was like multiple names. There's only one. It's yeah, it's totally, yeah. <laughs> Marvel Ultimate. A lot Alliance. of different names. Yeah. Them yeah. and Adam, our guy Adam, has so many different names of the shows. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like it's like the multiverse musings, but then there's the Marvel Master Works one, two. Emerald there's so Echo many names. Guy. Yeah, Emerald Echo guy. Oh, dude. Oh, he's great. Donnie. Yeah, shout out to Donnie. Donnie's They're man. great. He's uh, he he's bleeds green, which is which is so tight. Donnie bleeds uh, leaf blue. 
Oh, because of the, I love because seeing, of the I love seeing NHL? her with Donnie. Yeah, I love seeing her view with Donnie in a Leafs jersey and a Leafs mask. And I know he lives down south. And I'm like, Adam got to him. He got him. He got Adam him. Got him. Oh, Adam he got him. His deep down south, rocking maple leaf. He, he he brought him. He brought him up north with him. Yeah, he brought funny. him up north. But yeah, no. So when so when we get to that episode, there's a, a very similar setting to the final battle, which which okay. was funny. I was like, wow, okay. wait, this looks similar which is which is not a bad thing at all so i'm i'm almost wondering if they were like trying to pay respect to this mm. episode with the with with that sp- spectacular one yeah no i'm with you i will say i love craven's look like yeah. i i, I he's, he's a weird guy to have running around new york city but the whole lion mane vest like spiked belt i was like mm-hmm. amen like amen. he looks he looks awesome <laughs> Like, you know, they're not going to let him look like that in the movie, too, which is going to be frustrating. He may wear like an actual yellow vest in the film. Like, it yeah, like it's, it's something it's, like that. Like, it's going to be something like that. I have no idea. It, it may ha- he may wear a leather jacket with like a line on the back. I don't know. He from I think there was a set picture I saw where he's just in like a he's in like a he's in like a white v-neck tucked into like these black pants and it looks like he's running and i'm like all right so they're not even they're not even going to give him <laughs> i totally forgot the movie not, yeah yeah dude it's aaron taylor johnson though. i know it's quicksilver silver's back is uh is craven you, you know what was a really just weird part of this episode what? when um when he's fighting craven the first time and they're like on the ledge and then craven falls but he's hanging on and then spidey's hanging Okay. He's he's like holding him, and then Craven shows him like the card of Robbie. He's like, yeah, his driver's license. You have six hours, and then Spidey just lets him go, and it cuts to black. Well, he just lets him like, go. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm like, dude, they're in the air. Is he gonna fall yeah. to his death, or is he scaling a wall? Like, I love how he Spidey starts that. Who he goes, hey, Jungle Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It is. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, I also love when they, when they finally get to like the zoo. Yeah, like Robbie's being dangled over crocodiles, and I'm it's like, so funny. I'm like, yes, like oh. <laughs> I was. If you're gonna do Craven, if like I want Craven at the zoo with the animal, like that, yes, that makes sense. This way he can go like full predator. <laughs> yeah, but instead he sets it up like a 1950s villain. Haha, we're dangling you over the vat of acid. Over a pond of crocodiles, like that's awesome. It's I cool. thought that was great. It's really cool. Oh, no, it's great. It's cool. But at the same time, you're right. Like, instead, instead of like string traps with like with, uh, sticks. About when he's hiding in, in the bushes talking to him, he's yeah. like shouting from the bushes and you just see his they use eyes. That shot like twice. They use it. <laughs> What's funny too, which I thought was hilarious at the end of this one, because once again, it's just what, what this show does the best is shows you, you know, the weight of the responsibility and his Parker luck, how he struggles to balance things when at, when at the end, it's kind of like a happy ending for Craven and he's swinging away. Like, and yeah. I don't get the girl. Like yeah. I helped Craven yeah. the hunter get his girl back. And I'm, I'm batting zero with uh, Felicia yeah, and MJ. Yeah. Lunch, bro. You got lunch. <laughs> he got lunch. That's you it. Lunch. Uh, she drove away in her Ferrari. <laughs> that's right. Yes. She's, she's in the Ferrari. Ferrari. 
And she's like, he's like, so I can take you to dinner. She's like, maybe lunch, maybe, maybe lunch. lunch. Zips which away. Means like breakfast, which means can you bring me an egg McMuffin? Yeah, right. Can you bring me some bagels? And then if you could be out of here by like eleven, I have yeah. plans. Like if you don't mind uh, getting me like a do- double mochaccino <laughs> <laughs> and delivering it to my class, and then getting out of here. Oh, I also love how like I also love how they make the doctor like like also a form of Eastern European too. Like just like everyone's just European, just chilling in New York. All these doctors are from yeah, yeah. <laughs> with these accents, it, 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 while they're globe trotting, it's just that's it's, 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 it's yeah Spider Man <laughs> International. It's classic. It's Spidey. also like two oh five in the morning. Like I, I noticed this. Uh, it, it's clearly an evening shot, and then the clock above wherever Spider-Man's swinging just goes two oh five. Oh yeah, because so clearly he's... it's it's two in the morning. Like it's like I mean it's New York City, so it's like expected. Like as someone who's worked in New York City for thirteen years, like yeah, okay, it's yeah, like at two in the morning, two oh five. There's still there's still yeah, people. So I kind of dig that it's it you know they do take into account the city that doesn't sleep, right? Like I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And and Spidey's detective skills, like you know, just by luck, he sees the bus stop and's like, "That's it, Creepin's at the zoo." That's so funny. Yes, swinging around trying to find which lab that the other doctor's in. Yeah, oh, it's hilarious. But it was like I, I was like, "Come on, Spidey, you know where she is? She's at a lab." Like, what do you mean where she? I don't know. Where yeah, she like, is. can't find her. You, you met her. That's all she. Could. Stop talking about like I need a lab. I need a lab. He's not human. I need a lab. <laughs> he gave you the whole backstory. <laughs> she didn't want a dog, dude. <laughs> she wanted she a laboratory. <laughs> oh man, it's so great. I uh that's it. The African jungle exhibit. It's almost too obvious. Yeah, and then he even calls it out how jarringly obvious. I know, like, I know. Well, I brother, know. that's where you needed to go. Oh, geez. <laughs> so great. Here we are. Let's see. We're at the end, and Spider-Man is all over these, uh, all over these traps, which she just falls into one right after another. He's got to dodge the rhino real fast too. Oh, I forgot. About <laughs> yeah, that yeah he's got to dodge the rhino. Yeah, <laughs> have yeah. Have you seen Rhino in the show yet? I wonder not, if he popped up. Not yet, but he's coming. He's yeah. coming. Real. One soon. of my favorites. Rhino's one of my favorites. I I still wish in a movie they they didn't feel the need, even in like the video games too. Like like there's there's this desire to make him this like animatronic thing like just let him be the big guy in the rhino suit uh i think you could do i i just to be honest like rhino and scorpion almost have similar origins yeah right like they're kind of down on their luck guys who get essentially glued into this suit that makes them stronger than what they are and they can't take it off like they're almost the same character they're just different animals yeah maybe they're kind of afraid of that but at the time, it's like, well, just do one. I don't care. <laughs> so pick yeah. one, you know. And they went with the animatronic rhino, obviously for Amazing Two. Which, to be honest, I, I would have much rather have seen that than the Green Goblin. Um, yeah, then there was more rhino and less yeah. goblin. I think they could avoid a goblin stuff. Like I think I think they could do it fun in the MCU, where maybe he's the villain who opens the movie before you know Scorpion, and he does have that comic accurate suit, and it's played for a joke. A little bit like man, a guy dresses giant rhino is the first thing I do when I start college, or like, or like he could have yeah, a quip yeah. like he's like, I start college today, but I have this dude in a rhino costume tearing up, you know, Bleecker yeah, yeah. Street, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, he, and it could be funny, by yeah. John's for some pie, exactly. Which I've never been, but isn't Portnoy 
he says that that's a, the best I, one, right? I think he says it's the best pizza in the world, John. I think I think because my friend, shout out to Dimitri, uh, visited New York a couple years ago and he went there. And mm-hmm. when I was in New York, I didn't go to John's, but he did. And he, my friend, also claims it's the best slice he's had in his lifetime. So, I've never been myself either. Oh, really? Um, no, not to John's, but I've been to the the place he ranked number two. I forget what the hell it was called. I forget the name. It's not scary, but I've been there. Um, at least at least number two in the city. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been, I love I've the New York there. style, man. I, I love a good slice. I want to try a good Chicago style pizza. I've never had a good one. I've had interpretations over here, but I want to have yeah. a real Chicago. Well, we'll get you one when we'll when when I you're here. Wait. We'll get you know. one. Yeah, I'm going. I'm coming. I'm coming one day during baseball season because I'm going. Oh, oh, of I'm course. Up the north and the south. Of course, we'll call Zeddy to go to the Sox side. Yeah, well, Zeddy might have to buy his own ticket. You know, <laughs> those Sox fans they get a little rowdy. You know, they do. They do. I don't know. I don't know. Even yeah. though you've been owning them pretty much the last couple of years, so yeah, uh, yeah, th- yeah. Well, that's that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole but different they, podcast. They have their they have their field of dreams game. Yeah, they do. And which were the the Cubs are in it this year? Who are you playing? I, I think we play the Reds. Oh, I think we play the Reds during it. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> no. bad for Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, they are there something else all right um so what do you overall what do you think of craven the hunter this episode while we get back on track here what's funny is we talked about a lot of good things and a lot a lot of things we like which i did still like it but i definitely thought it was probably the weakest of every episode we've talked about so far if i'm gonna be really honest with you it's because you know the origin's a little little silly and then some of the episode is also a little silly like yes he's swinging around he doesn't know where he is and uh, but but I still had fun with it and and um, man when he's in costume in this show he is there's nothing better he's so quippy he's so quintessential Spidey um, and so and so I still had fun with it but what wasn't the best yeah uh, like I said earlier I definitely prefer Sting the Scorpion Sting the Scorpion was probably one of the more fun episodes oh amen. that we've watched actually um, you know I mean it, and it's tough considering of a thirteen episode season we just finished talking about seven episodes. Yeah, you know, one of them's got Mysterio. You've got Spider Slayers, Slayers. You got the Lizard, Doctor Octopus. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of heavy hitters. They're all coming out at each other, and uh, yeah, they're all. So, Sting and Scorpion was a lot of fun. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the evolution of Scorpion because I don't remember him being that green. So that's going to be fun to see. Craven yeah. was also very fun. Um, the Spider-Man and Felicia stuff, uh, not together, obviously, but those two segments of the show were probably the best. The show is the Craven stuff. Well, it's cool to introduce him. It would just it, he felt really weird and strange. Um, I'd love to actually read the origin. Um, it might be, you said it was amazing 20. I did check my amazing board. 15 is sorry. Amazing 15 is Craven. Amazing 20 is uh, Scorpion. Okay. 15 for Craven. Yeah. I had to check my masterwork, see how far that goes. Uh, I only have like two or three volumes. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, I got to check that out and see the difference, but you know, still like, that's the thing. Like, even though an episode like Craven's kind of off and it's not like my favorite favorite, um, it's still a whole lot of fun. Oh, it's at still the same fun. time. You know, it's not a dud. You know, it's not a fluff. So, the, it, it can't go wrong, even with let's say a, a bad episode. So yeah, it can't go wrong. It's go quintessential that. Spider. All right, now let's get into uh, let's get into the real good stuff here. Some books. Yeah, so comic books. So we're going to talk about Amazing Volume. Uh, I believe it's six. It might be six. Five. Is it five? Is it five or six? So. I don't remember. But issue ninety three. The final issue of Beyond. I am so happy this is over. So am I. 
I, I'm yeah, so done my, with Beyond. So, so I, 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 you know, I'm I'm iffy on the whole Beyond thing. I think it ended really strong. Um, but you know, I again, I liked. <laughs> I think they totally just do something really dumb with Ben. Um, I like okay, Ben I'm not a fan on it. Uh, let's talk about that because I think that's. Cool. That's the biggest piece is like, I'm, I'm just, just because I think that's still going to be like the main takeaway from this is so like, I'm, as you know, of the last few recent runs, I've been in and out. I haven't loved them holistically. Um, This had us at the beginning, you know, yes, yes. yes. It had us in the first half, right? In the second half, I I agree. Started crumbling. Um, I'm sitting here and I'm not a, I'm not a comic book writer. I'm not a storyteller as much as I want to be. Um, and as much as I like critiquing stories, I am not one, but don't you feel like this story ends and you're like, all right, th- what did we bring back Riley for? Because yeah. Yeah. this ends while I do think it's a little bit interesting. I think we all thought by the time this run was over, Ben was going to be very heroic and in the light and maybe even a... No, they deconstructed him again. Coexisting supporting character. But no, they just deconstructed him again, and now he's a chasm. Chasm? Chasm. Chasm. Is he even Ben, though? Is he dead? Is he a zombie? Is the suit in control? Like I I don't know what this is, really. Um, like Well, I think the story closed off. I think the story itself ended really well because i think it's untied titles all, all it's not you know where everybody is at the end of the book like everyone's placed properly you have an idea what's going on mm-hmm. the only problem is you're just like i don't like what's going on because it's like well what did you do with ben um, yeah like, this negative spider-man like i don't understand what's going on yeah i don't like, know said, is this why did you bring him back to do this again because he was just jackal he was jackal then he what then they kind of rectified mm-hmm. him in las vegas under peter david and then they bring him back to new york to bring spider-man and now he's bad again I just it's, don't understand what's going on. And then, it's weird. It feels repetitive. Yeah, it feels to the number one. That's a time jump in the same kind of like, well, what's going on there? But yeah, let's, let's finish up with this. I thought the fight scenes were really good. The action was really great. Um, I appreciated that. I mean, did Gleason draw this? Yeah, yes, I'm a big fan so, of his artwork, man. So his artwork a... is on point. Like, I there's it's it's a beautiful looking double sized Spider Man story. Um, absolutely. Everything with Maxine Danger. Oh God, I'm like, with this whole, yeah. Like I, I just don't care. I mean, I, I thought it was cool though how they tried to kill her. It was a hologram. I was like, okay, she's slick. I yeah, like the character. Um, interesting. I, I just I also kind of felt like like Ben. You've been here before, like. I don't understand what Ben's problem was. Like I read this was like, Peter's trying to help you again. What is the problem here? Riley? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, I don't feel bad for Ben. Don't you feel like in these last three issues, he has this really weird turn again, all of a sudden, is that because of the stuff they've been doing to his brain? Essentially. Is that, is this a side effect of that? Maybe because once again, it feels like they're going to work together a couple issues ago and then all of a sudden it's that you took everything from me and they're fighting yeah. and it's like well that what like there's literally a whole issue of them working together that was pretty dope there's like there's like the two spider-mens and uh i think this is i think you do a bit better job of telling me his brain is fried before you, amen. Start making, you know see i think i think what we can confidently say now um and like i hate to crap on creators but this was like a, I hate to say it was a stall job until they reset with one with JRJ here. Um, but but with all those different writer. writers, it's the same writer. It's Wells. Yeah, you're right about that. So I don't understand what the problem is. 
like I don't get that. Like, you, okay, so like jumping into amazing one, whatever it is, legacy eight ninety five. <laughs> yeah, like, I. What was also, the, oh yeah, the book that. jumps ahead six okay. months. Yeah. And like this feels, and it's weird because like this feels like a real Spider-Man book to me. These two issues. Thank you. It's all Thank you, you, got, you yes. got the supporting cast, like we talked about in the, in the animated show. What you, you know, obviously the stuff with Randy and Robbie, like that's Randy's obviously in the book. Robbie's not. Tombstones in it, so there you have the history there. Okay, and then all of a sudden they drop. Web, Wells drops this bomb that MJ is with some other dude and has two kids. And you're like, well, it's, how much time has passed since '91? Because I'm like, you just gave me six months. Shit, two kids, <laughs> six months. Two does kids. It, does it take nine? <laughs> to t- it's supposed to take nine, but so I'm glad you said that the next two feel like real Spider-Man books because that's my number one takeaway. Because there's is, the Parker luck throughout the whole story. There's Parker okay. luck throughout the whole thing. And you know what? I, I think this beyond, and I'm actually going to, after criticizing him, now I'm going to give Zeb Wells credit here is I think because they didn't have to, you know, spend so much time with Ben and so much time on this weird beyond thing. Yeah. He's literally getting to just write Spider-Man where he's at his best, which is I agree 100%. grounded. I agree 100%. And dude, what a dope choice to bring back like tombstone. Just tombstone a really and the Rose. Like the yeah. Rose is like one of my, like, Grow as a, as a comic book reader of like the nineties, the Rose was like the dude. Like you understand, he was, like, he was so prominent. Yeah, yeah he was so, I was going he was back. Such a big deal. And you didn't know who he was at the time either. And yeah. then when you find out who he is, you're like, he's Kingpin's kid. You know, like so to bring back Rose for me, that's huge. Absolutely, and um, it's just more fun. You know, I, I I think he gets. I do think he writes Peter and Spider Man well in these issues. It it just feels like a fun. Spidey book, and I also really do like JRJ's art here. I like um, it too. It, it like I'm not, I'm never gonna knock Leeson's art, so like that's gonna be hard to, but you know, a Romita, it's just like, oh, welcome back. Like, this right. is better than anything you did on Superman for the last like three years. You know, it's funny, <laughs> Donnie, Donnie just said the same thing because I did an episode of their show yesterday, yeah, like his DC shots stuff to like, Donnie, something pretty. It was, I was like, this is not Romita. Is he like drawing with his other hand? Yeah, right. He <laughs> said, he said, it's funny. Sometimes there's an artist who they're just so good with one character. And then you see their work on other characters and they're like, I don't like this. But then they come right back to Spidey and it's like, yep, it works. Mm. Um, which is, which is really cool. It feels to have the way the writing is and have the art looking like it is. Um, and I like the feel of this first book too. It's a little bit more of a, glossier front if you have the regular cover it almost um, feels like plastic right and then the pages just feel a little sturdier because some of these marvel books man do the pages feel oh, cheap do, oh they do i was talking actually There's i was talking these... about that with ian not too long ago our, yeah. our silk books really thin i got the variant cover uh, oh that's a cool oh that's a cool for number one. two what did you get I got the one with C and who was talking the one with I, MJ that... I was tempted to get because I was like ah but this but I don't have a whole lot of tombstone stuff so I was like I'm going to get the tombstone cover. I like that you got that. I got the regular one with MJ, but what's funny is she's not even in the issue. Um, and that brings up a point that Paul Herman brought up when I was talking to him too. He says that the, that the idea of the covers has become like a lost thing. Yeah. And that like the covers don't mean as much anymore or aren't as cool anymore because well, like, it makes many variants. Right. And, amen. But also like even this, it's the standard cover. It's MJ crying and Peter, you know, they're like back to back and she's not even in the issue. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? They never really have to be an issue. That's true. Um, oh, yeah, I, that's I, true. I, that's I dig the point. whole uh I love uh White Rabbit in this. She's she's uh yeah. she's something else. <laughs> Very interesting. She's one of those character. characters, like I was like, this character drives me crazy. <laughs> You're like, what is going on here? But it's yeah. at the same time, it works. Um she in there and I dig it. I love Tombstone, man. I wish I'd love to see him in a movie too. Would love to see him as well, man. That'd you, be cool. Spider-Man versus the mob. That's something we've never seen before. You could even do it once again. You could do the mob as one problem. Scorpion's another problem. Um, it, it could be a lot of different things at once. Um, he's good. He's back to being really quippy again. There was one line I really liked in the second issue. Um, I'm going to have to find it. Um, but it's, it's just, uh, oh, the idea that he was babysitting the kids and his mask has pudding in it. That was oh, yes. so funny when um, yeah, yeah. he goes to swing and he's giving like a pretty important <laughs> monologue about dealing with bullies. And he's like, I've had to, er, I deal with them head on, no hesitation. So look alive, Tombstone. There's pudding in my mask. Like, it's it's funny. He's like, oh, it's funny. And, and then, then she say something? And then the like, white rabbit says, yeah, you uh, yeah, you smell like pudding. And so it's just funny. It's classic. Parker Luck is he has to babysit, right? Norman, Norman gives him an offer he can't refuse, and it's babysitting. Yeah, he's like, Hilarious. "Oh, I have a job." No, you don't. Yeah, no, you it, don't. It, it just feels so much regret. Like, I guess beyond just so much, Peter was in a coma. He was in the hospital for how many days, which took how many issues, and it was a Ben Riley story, which it was. was. I, I think Mati- uh, What's his name? Demetrius. Is uh, he's writing an amazing Ben Riley book? Uh, yeah, separately. oh, it's it so good. It takes place in the other continuity. Uh, it does continuity. So, you know what? I uh, just to go back to the first one a bit. I really do like the mystery where it opens with that man and him. Yeah, um, when no, she it's knows great. he's lying, it's really cool. And then you know what I like too is the our camp uh, the cameo by Johnny. Yes, the cameo by Johnny, and he's basically telling them like, "Where's my friend at?" You know, I'm yeah, trying to, you've been gone for six months. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. I I, feel, I do feel bad for Johnny. He can't turn off his flame when reading that Fantastic Four. It's I uh, bad. I love. Johnny. I'm uh, he's dude. He's I I don't I have not read much Fantastic Four, pretty much ever. But whenever they cameo or they're in other books, man, I'm a big Johnny guy, and I'm yeah. actually what's funny is. For someone who really wants to get into them, um, but has once again not having read that much, I'm so excited for their movie. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, because because it's third time to try, even though Watts isn't doing it anymore. Yeah, I know. We'll which see. is That's which is happens. interesting. Um, he's doing Star Wars. Yeah, he's doing a Star Wars. Show. Have you? Uh, oh, you haven't seen Doctor Strange, have you? No, I haven't. No, like you got to see multiverse, brother. I know. I know. Do I know. you do you know like the thing? Yeah, I know the thing. I know the thing. How do you feel about that? As like I, someone I, I know who likes Fantastic Four. Okay, really. Yeah, okay, I'm cool. like, oh, I, for me, I'm like, yeah, sure. Everyone's like, it's lazy fan I'm like, shut up, go away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm so tired of you people. Uh, I'm totally fine with it because uh, I'm I'm very excited for you to see that scene. I am too. And, uh, and I, am too. To, I want to see what it's all about. Take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'll like it. I mean, when I found it, was like, okay, this is, I was like, oh, okay. So we're going to, we're going to go with bearded Reed here. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. All bearded. Right. I'm not a big fan. I mean, he just, he just decided to shave his beard. So I'm just wondering why they were like, yeah, let's go with the beard. 
Um, so we'll see. I have no idea. I, because it makes the actor look a little better, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, clean, clean shaven. I would say that that man looks better with a beard, in my humble opinion. All right, all right. I mean, I, I just don't think Reed Richards should have a beard. That's my opinion. Sure, fair. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's like it's like when Superman <laughs> with the whole mustache thing. I was like, well, why can't he just have a beard when he comes back? <laughs> like, who cares? True, true. I don't know. Because he would. I mean, if you think about it, his body still right. I mean, and it's also Kryptonian, so don't tell me you know how that thing works. Because <laughs> didn't he have didn't he have some scruff when he comes back? In the uh, well, like in the new 52 towards the end, uh, Pac gave us uh, uh, Superman a beard. He had a full beard. He had a full beard for like, I don't know, I think like a year in comics. How did it look? Did you like that? Or was uh, it it was fine. It was like weird. I was like, why, why are you giving Superman a beard? <laughs> but then That's the interesting. Time, yeah. But then at the time of Justice League, I was like, why don't they just give Superman a beard? <laughs> I was like, I don't <laughs> You know, now that I think of it on Superman and Lois, uh, which I did check out of, but he- Heckler's got some Heckler's got, got, got some. Shadow. Yeah. He's got some shadow going on, right? Which yeah. I thought looks fine. I guess uh, I never really thought about that. It it bothered it bothers some people, I guess. I don't know. For me, I was like, whatever. I was cool with it. I mean, it doesn't matter. Clean shaving or beard, as long as I don't know. Batman shouldn't have a beard. No. Oh yeah. No. 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 That's awkward. That would yeah. be awkward. But um. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. There's other things to complain about than whether he should or shouldn't have a beard. True. Spider-Man should not have a beard. I no, no, I no, no. That would be even though he opens up the issue with a little bit of a beard here. Does he? Uh, got, in the first one, he's oh, got that's a right. Little, Randy does say, and the beard not feeling it. So yeah, he's got a little scruffy. He's got a little scruffy. I'm pretty sure it's gone by the end of the yeah. So it's gone by the end, and it's gone in two. But so, um, so tell me, what do you think? See, I think this MJ thing is a red is a red herring. I don't oh, think call her mommy. I think she's in a relationship with someone who has children. Um, that one girl's supposed to look like her, though. She does, but it went, I think it's I think it's a red herring um, because I think they've been teasing. I feel like they're teasing that their marriage is going to come back. I really do. They've kind of been teasing it. They're doing a lot of reprinting of the of the marriage issue. Um, there's a lot of reprints of. I believe the one more day stuff coming and when they teased uh, amazing a thousand, they showed that they got all that, all those. See, they writers. can't call that amazing a thousand when it has like, it's going to be like issue 10. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's weird it's because crazy. It's so dumb because don't they, it's amazing fantasy a thousand, right? Because we still got 105 issues. We're only well, going to I mean, they did start the Amazing Spider-Man title, so it would be, it would be Amazing Spider-Man's 1,000th issue, I guess. Yeah. Technically, if you combine all the volumes together. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, this is eight, because this is 896 we're up to. Yeah. So they got to do 900. So now that we're kind of, let's say, I don't know, recently, two years, we got three, year, three runs in. You got Spencer's run. Then yeah. You have the Zeb uh, Wells Beyond Run, and now you have this uh, amazing reboot. What are, like just? I know we're only two issues into the reboot, but n- knowing what you know about the other two, how confident are you in that you're going to like the reboot more? Because it just already it just feels like this is way more Spider-Man than we've gotten recently. Feels way more Spider-Man. I'm confident this is going to end up 
delivering on that because just like I said, from these first two alone, I'm really, I'm really pleased. My only worry is that they keep doing these big things and this feels grounded, but there is that thing that happened six months ago that does feel a little huge. So hopefully when that gets revealed, it's not some giant cataclysmic thing again. Like you, do you think that uh, Ben is going to become like uh, kindred and just overlap? Over, oh like, God, I can't, I can't hang over that. again for this whole. Well, run. here's what I, know, I don't. I know want. That Spencer is a different writer. I'm just saying. Here's what I don't want: no more calling back to these other stories and like retconning stuff. No more of that. Like I, I like I don't want to revisit anything in the past except for their marriage coming back. That's the only thing i would want to revisit um so nothing huge i'm just afraid that the mystery when that is revealed it's going to be some massive crazy life-altering thing again um but for right now as long as the issues stay like this we're going to be eating good for a little bit okay in my opinion so i'm 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 a little more confident i'm a little more confident that this will deliver yeah i'm happy uh you know i I re- I seem to be the only one who likes Spencer's run. <laughs> no one else seems to like it, it but me. Started fun with that hunted stuff. That was fun. Yeah. And then you know it got wonky, and then it got better at times, and then it got wonky again, and then you know it ended kind of over the top. You liked how it ended a little bit more than us. I yeah. did really like. I did really like the final issue though. That one was really yeah. good. They, issue, yeah. Both uh, of these like final issues. Seventy five uh, was really good. So. Um, but yeah, and then of course the Beyond stuff is the Beyond stuff. But here we are. Oh, Beyond is so like, I don't know what they were thinking. Just you should have just jumped right into the storyline. It's funny. I was at my comic shop today actually, and uh, they have all the trades out, or they have almost all the trades out for the Beyond mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, who's really gonna... trade already? Yeah, dude. I'm like, who's gonna get? We've this been MIA for a while, huh? Well, yeah, but also they pump like. Marvel pumps the trades of the current stuff out fast. Really? They pump out the stuff pretty fast. Like, I remember, like... Because it's only been, like, two months. Dude, they they already have, like, the King in Black Omnibus and the entire Donny Cates. The Omnibus out already? That's crazy. Venom stuff. It's coming in, like, the fall. And they have... And they have Cates' you know, entire Venom collection, including King in Black, Absolute Carnage, all coming out in one. It's called the Venomnibus. How much is that? Two? 250? No, it was it wasn't. I think it was. I think it was only like one fifty. That's good. We, That's good. Well, well, because we use uh, cheap graphic novels. Oh, okay, uh, great site. And then uh, Tales of Wonder normally has them for a pretty a pretty fair price. Um, but yeah, a lot of so you use in stock trades. W- my dad uses in stock trades. I haven't personally bought. A, they're good. I like them. something myself off it, but he does. They're really good. Yeah, like those are the big three. It's Inside Trades, uh, CheapGraphicNovels.com, and uh, Tales of Wonder. I'll have to check out this Tales of Wonder. Yeah, it's basically like the same thing. It's just another yeah. one. Great, great. I love it. Love it. Love saving money. Love reading more books. Right. I love, loves. I love. I didn't know that Paul Herman. Shouts Paul Herman. He's not an omnibus guy. Uh, all I know is Paul Herman doesn't listen to my recommendations. I tried to, I was like, Hey, read black cat. It's fun. And he, he refuses to read it. Hey, Paul, come on, man. <laughs> Paul doesn't trust me. Paul doesn't trust me. Hey, it's all good. All right. Okay. So we're going to close it, close out with uh, yeah. two bits of news. One, 
uh, obviously this is reported. <laughs> this is reported by Yahoo and it's obvious because <laughs> it just is. Sony wants Tom Holland's and they had John Watts and uh, the rest of the crew to return for Spider-Man four. Uh, you don't yeah, say, no, no. yeah, yeah. You don't <laughs> say, I think it's funny. Cause like, this is news, but it's like, well, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, why? It just, it makes sense. This thing has, well, even I don't like the second entry and I talked about this with Eric on straight to Gotham. Uh, the franchise is a mega hit. It yeah. makes money. It prints cash. I don't know why they would want anything different. It's, um, it's, I mean, and, it does have, you know, it, it did have the luxury of being MCU and I know no way home is this huge thing, but it is objectively the most successful Spider-Man trilogy. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. is one of already, if you look at the three films, it's probably made the most money. It's it's of the whole MCU. You put those three films together. I think they rival. I think the only films that collectively have made more money is if you count the four Avengers films. I don't think that there's two there's two billion dollar films in there. Two billion dollar solo films technically and. Homecoming made in the eights it made almost nine hundred million. So the f- and the uh, funny thing is we don't like the second one and it still made a billion. And it still made a billion dollars. I yeah, mean, jeez, yeah. people. You know what's funny? We are in such the minority of people who don't like Far From Home. Everyone I know yeah, loves Far no, From Home. It's crazy. Them, they love Far From Home. I think it's and we both say we think it is actually one of the worst written. I've seen movies like it's it just doesn't make it's just, sense. It's, None of yeah. it. it's just uh, for it's, me, it's bad on just right. It's it's, it's it's a bad take on Spider-Man. It's a bad story. It's just it's yeah, it's bad like, everywhere. And people yeah. love it. A lot of people do love it. A lot people of people love it. it. I see people who, who have it like they're like in like their top five, their top ten. I'm well, like, you what are you, you? You and the people you associate with make crazy lists about things. <laughs> like Nico at least writes writes four tweets a day where I bang my head against the wall. <laughs> Right. Hey, like, hey, it's me, baby. This <laughs> is well, ranking Twitter, stuff. Twitter is, you know, apparently everyone's allowed on Twitter, so yeah, no one can say anything. Twitter's not monitored unless you're that's true. a psycho. So that's true. But yeah, um, I think I do find it interesting because Watts is off Fantastic Four. He's now doing Star Wars. Um, maybe he, I, I don't know, I, I which don't is know a he, series too. It's not a movie, yeah, it's a series so. he's doing for Star Wars. Yeah, I find this, uh, I find it interesting because we all thought they were giving him Fantastic Four as like a mm-hmm. thank you because we really did make No Way Home on the fly with you here. And then he walks away from it to do the Star Wars thing instead. I wonder if maybe he just didn't want to do Fantastic Four, but you know they both said they would be confident in working together again. And he would like and to I, do a Spider-Man. I, so it's, I wonder it's if it's Sony's call to hire the director. That's I'm what curious. I'm wondering too, if they don't. Spider-Man's if, a different animal when it comes to these. Movies yeah. It, it's weird how they share him. So I don't know who's calling the shot. So this, this is a, it's Sony who wants this. Yeah. Not Marvel. It's Sony. So I was like, okay, that's true. Is, is this part of their game? That, that's nothing. Because of how Spider-Man is shared, anything can mean anything. And I, I don't know what's going on. I'm not trying to be an insider. I just, that's why I brought it up. Because it specifically yeah. said Sony. Sony wants. Sony. Usually it's Sony and Marvel. This was just Sony. Sony wants. And John Sony Watts. and Watts is a very interesting combination. Because, you know, he, he seems to be a Disney guy, right? Yeah. Well, maybe he, it's like you said, maybe he didn't want to do Fantastic Four. Maybe he actually is, a, he, maybe he's a Star Wars fan. Yeah. It has this passion project and he wants to do that and that's more appealing so be it N- there's not many people like me who don't like star wars at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? 
Like I'm like, he turned on the Fantastic Four for Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, it's it's like, yeah, of course, idiot. Of course he did. Um, but still, so it, that's fantastic. I don't know if that's a, a bargaining chip or sort of just kind of like PR notification. Somebody is letting fireworks out outside the neighborhood um from Memorial Day weekend. Uh, you know. Oh, cool, dope. Yeah, well, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. No, it's always something. I was like, like a couple pops. My like, two episodes that? ago, we had a. Uh, the sirens were yeah for, we had uh, the sirens were, were we had gnarly. A, yeah we we had a was it, a young boy he was sick and uh, the, oh. the, the fire engines went and the police cars did like a little mini parade for him because he had a successful surgery so Wonderful. Uh, we had that that was cool so there's always something going on around here um but yeah so i thought that was interesting that it said specifically sony and it listed john watts and uh we'll see what happens i mean i'm sure everyone wants to come back i mean everyone right like this is making money i don't think anyone oh yeah to- so, so. It's a. Uh, I'm actually very interested to see how they do handle the fourth film if they let. Yeah, because everyone's playing they, uh, ball right now. Even yeah. Holland, Holland's playing yeah. ball in public, and uh, we'll, we'll see who else is. Maybe Sony's as well. But what's also, funny, man, is uh, is Holland is truly. He might be the modern day box office star because Uncharted made a lot of money. Yeah, he might be so, like a judge. You know, he bet on himself and right, uh, he's gonna and it worked. Check. And I think he's definitely got a big check coming. We'll so. See what happens. All right. So the next bit of news comes from the Madam Web movie, and uh, Celeste O'Connor has been cast in a in a role just undisclosed. So, uh, Nico, you you always got your ear to the ground. You know mm-hmm. who these actors are well before I do. I don't know about yes. them until they actually enter the superhero space. <laughs> So Celeste O'Connor, she's in Ghostbusters Afterlife, but what else, which I know her from, are you excited for this? Is she the next, I don't know, so, Stewart? Like what's going so, on? So <laughs> she's the next case, you shot the case too. Uh, so <laughs> I actually don't know who she is. I haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. Really? Um, That's the one yeah. movie you haven't seen? The one movie I have not, I've only seen the first Ghostbusters. And then it's you not that I don't love it. I just haven't, I just haven't went back to this one but i hear afterlife is great yeah no i love it i hear it's great um so i don't know who she is but i'm excited uh we we don't have to bring this up but um there were all those sony leaks okay and, yeah, uh, yeah i remember back in the day yeah madam web went from being something i was like very excited for to something i am not sure if i am excited for <laughs> why because you don't think this is like you know, story-wise it if the leak of the story is true it's a little blah blah really dakota okay. i think is going to be cool going forward i do think she is going to be the madam web like we've speculated going forward but is this going to connect anything you think i think post the movie it can but uh, some of the story man sony it's funny we gave him so much credit after No Way Home, and then Morbius happened, and then these leaks happened. Well, you, like, you, well, well it, hold on. It, yeah. <laughs> so we started giving them credit after uh, Spider Verse. That's we gave, true. We started giving them a lot of credit after Spider After Spider Verse, that's true. And then that's they've true. been playing ball with Marvel, so we've been kind of leaning on them. And, and now then, we see what happens when no, they're by see, themselves. We, yeah, you know, we're two venoms deep. <laughs> two venoms, and which I like. I like those more than most, man. They're, they're I, uh, fun. I like Venom one more than Venom two. I'm wondering. Sure. I'm. I want to see where Morbius falls in this yeah, ranking I, of I, the the Spider Man list, Spider Man verse. Morbius is not as bad as people try to say it is. Uh, it's well, not. It's it's not particular. <laughs> it's ever. not particularly good, but it's not unless it's, it's Gotham. Gotham's god awful. Oh god, watch terrible. Oh god, it's that's rather. I would. I'd much rather have a Spider Man Far From Home. <laughs> yeah i would i would probably rather i would probably rather watch far from home than gotham but 
Um, this whole Madam Web thing is interesting to me just because it seems to be so bonkers. It yeah. just does. I, I don't know which Madam Web it is. Is it Carpenter? Is it the old Matt, old Madam, Madam Web? I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, we'll see what happens, but just I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm, of all the characters, Madam Web, game yeah. movie, very interesting. Very interesting. So I, I wonder how they picked that. I don't know if it was the the whole clairvoyant angle, the whole kind of supernatural thing they thought they could make a pl- play on. I think it's I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they actually come up with uh, because, you know, Venom is kind of a, uh, a 90s, let's say, like space alien film type thing. Yeah. Morbius was a vampire movie and we'll see what Madam Web is. Maybe they're trying to do some kind of, I don't know, monstrous, I don't know, dark universe type <laughs> comic book thing. I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting, right? It seems they kind of have a monster theme going, so. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, it's very interesting. We'll see what happens with this. So Celeste O'Connor has been cast in the Madam Web film. And, uh, you know, I don't even know. what this, would you, Does this even have like a release date? Do they have anything? Uh, 2020. I think it's early 2024. Okay. So like first quarter 24. All it's right. going to film. It's going to film this, I think, fall and it comes out early uh, winter, winter. All right. Trade. All right. So we're getting, we're, we'll get a trailer soon. Yeah. Let's say, oh man, I can't wait. The internet, <laughs> the internet. The internet is going to be crazy if you were part of the whole She Hulk debacle. Well, well uh, that was crazy. Even though I did CGI aside, I do think the tone of that She Hulk trailer was cool. Awesome. Um, it's great. So, it. so, so I'm excited. And I, um, I haven't read her, but apparently she was actually really before Deadpool was the one. Uh, Donnie said this yesterday too that, um, I learned a lot from him yesterday. It was very entertaining He's great. Uh, that she was actually really like the first Marvel character that was like breaking the fourth wall and pretty comical. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at times had, had a lot of innuendo. Not always. That was like a burn thing. Burn did that. Oh, first. burn did it mainly. People, okay. There've been a couple of writers who have, who have not have done it, but that's, that's a burn thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it's come back in a few times. Very but cool. She's great. She's, she's a fun character. I'm, I'm excited. I'm very happy I'm in for she's now. getting her due. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I think that's enough. I don't have a clock, but I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I think we're doing good. Why don't you give your plugs? Yes, yes. Once again, Peter, it was great to hop on you. It's a fun show. It's always fun, but this was a really fun one. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Nico Caruso. That's N-I-K-K-O-C-A-R-U-S-O on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, TikTok. I do movie stuff there. Please also follow The Vigilante 1939, the show I do with my dad and Zeddy. My dad's not here today. Um, so if you want to hear his voice, go check that out as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one, news-based podcast that I co-host with the champion of Long Island. That is let's uh, let's <laughs> that is <laughs> straight out of Gotham. Uh, straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow this podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Check out at Team Yellow Oval as we're just happy that the Oval's back in print and will be on the screen, both big and small, or maybe just big. Who knows what's going on? Uh, WBD is going crazy right now. So there is, there anything's is possible. Movement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, go head over to BatmanOnFilm.com. I've got reviews of Detective Comics. I've got toy reviews, interviews with Tower Strong and Michael Houston on Batman on Film YouTube as well as other toy reviews. Uh, and we just, you know, uh, I think that's about it for plugs for me i don't know i can't remember all of them all the time there's a lot out there but there's once again thank you for listening to the italian spider-man coalition podcast we are proud members of both let's go podcast network and the batman podcast network 
pushed by Batman on film. And remember, and remember, with great sauce comes great macaroni. Until next time. Whip, whip.